to another season of Autism Every Day. We are your hosts, Geeta and Swati. So this season is going to be slightly different in that we are running a live column called Dear Therapist, where we talk about problems that people share with us and possible solutions to what's bugging them. Meanwhile, if you haven't heard our previous podcasts, hit pause and go back. Listen to all the goodness in seasons one, two and three. So without further ado, welcome to Dear Therapist. Dear Therapist, I'm in a weird situation. My child has autism and I'm doing the best I can for him. But I still don't seem to see any progress. He's aggressive and he flaps his hands. And my husband says I have to do my best and I just have to sort him out. He's doing all he can. He funds my child's education. But he doesn't take part in the training or the intervention process. But you know, I understand because he's really busy working and providing for us. But I feel so bogged down. How and when will my child be okay? Signed, Anonymous. Ooh, that's, that's a lot of things. It's, it's a loaded question, right? Yeah. Um, well... To this, first up, we have this to say. We understand deeply and completely, dear mom, what you are going through. Mom sometimes, or even the dad, depending on who is the primary caregiver for the child, the parent who's taken on the responsibility does tend to feel bogged down sometimes because the reality is that dealing with autism is not easy all the time. The diagnosis itself is perceived as a setback to the parent who probably had a very different path charted out for their child. Every little milestone they had planned to celebrate, everything takes a different path once there is a diagnosis. The first words, teaching them their ABCs, their first friends, the schools that they would go to, their preferences, the sports they would take to, the interest they would develop, even the career they choose. Every little thing is an expectation that we set up in our minds as parents. And with the diagnosis of ASD, a lot of these expectations need to be tweaked. Where tweaked is an understatement, yeah, but you really have to relook at a lot of things. So there are two, you know, problems in this situation. If you go back to the question, one being that of aggression that the mom sees in the child, and the second being the hand flapping. Which one of these two can and needs to be changed versus which one can be accepted as an autistic trait and something that is not a matter of utmost urgency to deal with? Yep, you guessed right. It's the aggression. Mm -hmm. The aggression is something that you want to ensure you eliminate completely as it's not just harmful for him, it's actually harmful for everyone around him and it removes the opportunity of you know, availing social reinforcement. It can be in the form of interaction or just acceptance into a social group. So every time you're faced with a dilemma with your child's behavior, ask yourself this. Is this behavior something that gets in the way of his functioning? Is this behavior dangerous for anyone involved? Or is this simply an autistic trait or a symptom that I can ignore? Yeah, I mean, the truth is you can't wish the autism away. There are always going to be signs and symptoms of ASD in the child. But what you can do is ensure 
that you provide him with the means to function independently despite the autism which means you will work on behaviors such as aggression while leaving autistic traits such as hand flapping or plugging ears or watching wheels because those are traits which are not innately harmful but simply an indicator of his existing condition you know besides you cannot change everything about the child right i always like to ask people this question um if i asked you what would you like to change about your spouse then you would actually be able to give me a long list at least 10 things i am sure if i ask somebody what they would like to change in me i may have 20 things that they would pass on to me you know we would all like to change so many things in everybody around us things that we perceive as irritating irrational or just unacceptable but that doesn't give us a right to do it so when it comes to a child with autism we need to pri- prioritize and work on critical skills that need changing while leaving the less harmful behaviors alone most of the less harmful behaviors will fall by the wayside once your child has enough play and enough leisure skills and a whole lot more language yeah you know with and a better ability to communicate and relate to others that that's so critical right it does take care of a lot of um these issues absolutely yeah the other aspect of the question that mom had uh, is about you know what her husband said to her that's a tricky one right yeah <laughs> the bit where he said he's doing all that he can financially and that it was her job mm-hmm. to sort him out right yeah. so i mean this line this these lines are really loaded right i'm sure it's very stressful for mom to hear this right because um i mean I'm, if you look from the dad's perspective i guess he had every right to say what he said after all someone has to earn the money mm-hmm. uh but it probably will add to the guilt factor for mom and the amount of stress that's already piled on her in any case so it's certainly not as simplistic as just taking the child from one therapy to the next right parents are given goals to work on at home they are asked to practice certain skills at every given opportunity often leaving the primary um parent feeling very very exhausted and overwhelmed right and the feeling can be one of you know optimism on days mixed with guilt on some other days when you know the parent does not feels they have not done enough work sometimes despair too because i've been doing this forever and i don't see significant changes so to speak yeah sorting the child now sorting the child out isn't exactly a solution but providing a path where the child gets the best possible treatment options in which the whole family is invested and acts together that makes for a better solution and is a definite you know end goal that one can define the child after all is a dynamic human being and not a machine or a sculpture that can be fixed by using a tool growing up with a child with autism is a journey and like every other child his life will go through phases of troubles learnings highs and lows doesn't that define all our lives absolutely yeah. very well said yeah you know we we often hear of this right it takes a village to raise a child yeah <laughs> and regardless of how busy the breadwinner of the family is investing in the child's treatment process is important and we're not talking about money we're talking about time i think we need to emphasize on that <laughs> yeah, yeah. setting aside 
maybe even something as simple as a half hour block a day can go a long way in ensuring that you know the everybody is contributing in an equal manner to the process of intervention this also reduces the stress on mom in this case because she's clearly the primary caretaker right reduces stress and uh, makes her feel like there is some emotional support right and that and that she's not solely responsible for the well-being of that child while we have said in the beginning that the parent who's taking on the responsibility of the child could be mom or dad the truth is that it's usually mom most of the time these gender roles are kind of predetermined and become default roles in most families let's face it but whoever the primary parent is that parent cannot do it alone the family is such an integral part of the process and can be a buffer for that parent and you know culturally in india we have extended families yeah and true. many times that is a great advantage because everybody gets involved <laughs> in the process <laughs> that's true so the last bit is about feeling bogged down now families of children with asd report really high stress levels but this is during different times so for some families maximum stress happens during the early years for some others it happens during the adolescent years and young adulthood while there are some who struggle you know with dealing with older adults on the spectrum yeah so everybody's journey is different and it's completely normal to feel a range of emotions during this journey at different stages of your child's life you might encounter feelings of sadness of anger shock denial even loneliness and acceptance it is so so important to reach out for help yeah. when you're feeling this way yeah help can come from friends from extended family members from siblings from those kind neighbors counselors just about anyone but reaching out is super important finding the time and space for yourself is so critical to keep your motivation and your enthusiasm really high yeah and on that note i mean if you go back to the question there's mm-hmm. one thing that um mom has said that you know she's been working very hard but she's not seeing any progress in the child right she did say that yeah, yeah so that is a question that um you know is going to take a lot of time answering because mm-hmm. uh we want to look at defining what is progress and we want to be able to you know as a parent for everybody to understand what is a significant change what are we trying to teach the child and be realistic about what you're looking for but that's a question for another time absolutely yeah we hope our answers helped you and meanwhile we'd love for you to keep writing in to dear therapist thank you for tuning in to autism everyday go check out our work on facebook and instagram at we challenge autism and leave us some feedback on apple podcasts and spotify thank you and be well stay safe